Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever it may be for you. I am Caitlin Unland, and I am your host on your favorite podcast, Be That Girl. Before I get into today's episode, I want to give a little PSA, public service announcement, about keeping your mouth shut on things that don't concern you. Um, This little snippet was inspired by my neighbor who decided to talk smack on my dog, Princess Lua. One thing about me, if you know me, I do not play about my Lua. That is my girl, my ride or die, the sweetest dog literally in the whole world. So if you want to talk shit, be prepared to get hit. (laughs) Anyway, Lua is an American bully, which is a breed that looks like a pit bull, in case you didn't know. And she has clipped ears. Um, That wasn't up to me. They were like that when I got her from the shelter. She's staring at me right now. Like, why are you talking about me, bitch? Anyway, um, so she looks kind of scary. But if you've ever met her, you know that, like, truly there is not one mean bone inside of her body. Lua was using the potty outside. When a couple walked outside, the guy took one look at Lua, literally started yelling at his girlfriend to get inside. That's a dangerous dog. She's scary, untrained, all this. When little Lua was simply going beep, beep, boop, boop, okay? So I just turned it the other way and kept walking. I was like, whatever, I will actually hit this man, so I'm going to just keep it moving. They go to their car, start driving away with the windows down, literally glaring at me. So I, of course, yelled, she was literally just using the bathroom, you asshole. Not that that made a difference, but he just needs to know that if you come for Lua, you come for me. Moral of the story, don't insert your opinions on topics or things that you know nothing about. I just had to get that out so that I didn't punch someone. Keep your opinions to yourself unless you're asked. But for today's episode, it's kind of continuing the toxic relationship combo that I started um, a couple episodes back with the five lessons that toxic relationships have taught me. You guys seem to really relate to that one because, you know, we all be in toxic situations. It's how we learn best. Anyway, if you don't remember what those were, go back and listen to the episode. It's a goodie. One of my favorites that I think I've ever done. But today I'm going to talk about how to know or how to tell if you are in an unhealthy or a toxic relationship or situation. I will say, I know we have all heard the saying, the minute you start wondering if you deserve better, you do. And honestly, I pretty much agree with that for the most part. Not in every situation, but in most. If you even have to question it, there's your answer. You already have it. There has never been a time in my life where I was being treated with love, being treated correctly. And in my head, I was still wondering if I deserved better. But every single time that someone has treated me like shit, I constantly question why I was putting up with it if it was worth it, and if I deserved it. If you have to question whether or not you deserve better, you do. If your first thought when you saw the title of this episode was like, oh yeah, I need this, or oh God, I hope she doesn't like describe my relationship, then you probably are in a toxic, unhealthy relationship. I know that the few times in my life when I was in healthy and real relationships, I never had to question it. Like I said, that doesn't apply to every situation, but in most, it really does. There's millions of things that make relationships toxic. I'm just going to name a couple of signs that I've seen in my lifetime and in my relationships that kind of just looking back, I'm like, yeah, if I get in that situation again with somebody, I know now to keep it pushing. Like he's not the one for me. So first sign, if your relationship is based around an on and off again cycle where you have the highest highs and the lowest lows, but you can't figure out your problems together, you constantly feel the need to take breaks from each other, then you are in a toxic, unhealthy relationship. 
My parents have been together for over 25 years. There was a few times growing up I would ask my mom, are you and dad going to get a divorce? And my mom would literally laugh and be like, yeah, over my dead body. And I never really understood because I would see them get in these screaming matches, these fights. I did, in fact, see my mom throw my dad's car keys out the window one time, and then I was late to soccer practice because of it. There was times where they slept in separate beds, or one would have to leave for a couple hours, calm down before they came back. But there was never a time that they felt the need to take a break from the relationship. They might have needed to take a break from the situation or from the argument, but never a break from each other. Now, don't get me wrong. We've all seen the, we've got back together and did it right this time on TikTok. And those situations do exist. But in order to beat the toxic on and off cycle of your relationship, it takes a lot of time, it takes a lot of love, and it takes a lot of forgiveness on both ends. One of the reasons these on and off situations turn so toxic is because after so much betrayal constantly goes on throughout the relationship, a lot of hurt is hidden and a lot of resentment grows inside of you. And if you decide to go back um, to a previous relationship, it will never work unless you completely leave that relationship and all those issues in the past. I did not say that right. Let me go back. One of the main reasons the on and off situations turn so toxic is because after so much betrayal constantly goes on throughout the relationship, a lot of hurt is hidden and a lot of resentment grows inside of you. And if you decide to go back to a previous relationship, it will never work unless you completely leave the past in the past. In general, most relationships that are stuck in the on and off cycle are not your forever relationship and it's time for you to let go of it and go find a secure, constant love that brings you peace. A rule that I have begun to follow, I did not always follow this, don't get me wrong, is that I will allow myself one breakup from someone, depending on the reasoning, of course, and after that, then you're not my person. Relationships are not meant to be one person versus the other person. It's supposed to be both of you versus the problem. So if you are constantly breaking up because you can't overcome a problem together, then you are probably not meant to be in that relationship. Almost all of my relationships have somehow worked their way into an on and off cycle at some point. And the last thing I'm going to say about this issue is I am 25. I am completely single. So clearly that has never worked out for me. Anywho, on to the next sign. Codependency. Now, do not get me wrong. It is necessary to make your significant other a priority in order to maintain a healthy relationship, but it turns unhealthy as soon as your significant other becomes your only priority. If you find yourself losing friends, losing people who you were once close to, not going out with your friends, stuck in the house, not doing anything other than being with your significant other, that's soon going to become really toxic. While your romantic relationship needs to be an important relationship, it cannot be your only relationship. You have to own your own life, be your own person outside of that person. When I was in college, I dated this guy for like two years. I had three roommates um, for both my freshman and my sophomore year. But when I tell y'all my sophomore year, I spent two nights in my own room. I'm not lying. And those two nights I only stayed there because we got into a fight that day. Every other night outside of that, I spent the night at his room. I stopped hanging out with my friends. And outside of practice, we all played uh, college soccer together. We really didn't speak. Eventually, they got kind of tired of inviting me places because I was already always saying no. So they just stopped asking me. And I was really hurt by that. Like, I was, like, really, really hurt. I remember I actually talked so much shit on them. <laughs> To my boyfriend, my mom, I was like, they're ditching me. They don't care. Like, for whatever reason, they're cutting me off, blah, 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 blah. And 
to some extent, that's true. And in the moment, I really did feel like that. So my feelings were valid. But looking back, it was really on me. I ditched them. I stopped being a friend to them. All because my head was too far up my boyfriend's ass to be worried about anyone or anything besides him. I was codependent, not in the sense that I needed him to do things for me because that's never been an issue for me. I'm too controlling to let anyone else do anything for me. But I didn't want to go anywhere or do anything without him. I was cutting off all these relationships just so that I could spend more time with him. And the crazy thing about it was he wasn't even doing the same for me. He was still maintaining all of his friendships, going out with his friends, having a whole separate life without me, as he should. But for whatever reason, I cut off mine. He never told me to do that. He never encouraged me to do that. But for whatever reason, I became codependent on him. That's a huge sign of toxicity. One of the major keys to a healthy relationship is having a life together, but also having a life outside of that person. A life where you can still take time to yourself, do the things you like, and build relationships outside of your romantic relationship. Another sign that kind of goes hand in hand with codependency is resentment. I have seen firsthand the amount of relationships that involve two people who have so much built up resentment towards each other and do nothing about it. Majority of the time, it's because someone chose to forgive but not forget and to continue Majority of the time, it's because someone chooses to forgive but not forget and they continue to bring up things from the past. If you make the decision to forgive someone for whatever form of betrayal that they put you through, if you do not also choose to forget, your decision will be in vain. You will hold on to that anger and you will explode at the smallest things. My ex and I, you know, I just love talking about my exes. I should probably pay them. But anyway, my ex and I fought literally all the time. We would constantly get into it over issues with other girls, social media, everything like that. And every each time I took him back after any fight that we had, I kid you not, Every single time I got intoxicated while I was in that relationship, I would go the fuck off. Like, I would lose my shit either on him, about him, to my friends. I would say, I would act out of character. I would say the absolute most horrific, hurtful things possible, and I never understood it for a while. I thought I was an alcoholic. Like, I was, like, I was confused as to why I was so angry. And for a while, I thought that I just really couldn't hold my alcohol. So I was like, maybe I should stop drinking. But as I got further into the relationship, and now that I'm so far removed from this relationship and kind of can see it completely clearly and unbiased, I realized that anger had nothing to do with alcohol, but everything for my feelings for him. I didn't like him anymore. I fell more and more out of love with him every single time something would happen. And I'd say I forgave him and I would forgive him, but I would never forget about it. I would hold that over his head in every argument we had. And then all my anger from those situations that I held in, as soon as I had a little bit of alcohol in my system, it was like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Let me slash your tires. Okay, I never did that. But that was the amount of anger that and resentment that I was holding towards him. I just ended up resenting him so much that I would hold it all in until I exploded, typically when I had alcohol in my system. My subconscious was literally trying to tell me, Miss Girl, you literally hate this man. We should probably get out of this relationship with someone that we literally hate. If you take the time to listen to your body, it will actually tell you exactly how you feel about someone. 
If you find yourself exhausted without reason, anxiety on the rise, no sex drive, that's a big one, getting sick without reason, unable to sleep or sleeping too much, take a look at the person that you're with. Your body physically reacts negatively when it does not like the person that you are with, when you are with the wrong person. That was a little bit of a tangent. But on the real, if you are holding resentment towards someone that you are in a relationship with, it's time to leave. Holding that resentment, it ends up hurting you more than it hurts the other person in the long run because you're the one that has to live with it every day and you're the one that has to carry that weight with you every day. You truly have to live and let go, forgive and forget. All right, next sign. If there is controlling, insecure energy between you all in a relationship, you better run. This is probably one of the biggest causes of unhealthy relationships. And I see it so much in my high schoolers and I try to like drill it through their head like, y'all, this is not normal. <laughs> like this is not how relationships are meant to be. Hopefully one day, one day they will get it. But if you are constantly worrying about what your significant other is doing, where they are going, who they are talking to, who they are with, you should probably take a look at why you're feeling this way. Love is not insecure. Lust is insecure. Attachment is insecure. Love is not insecure. If your significant other is not validating you enough to take away your insecurities, then they are not the one for you. If those insecurities that you feel are coming from within you and not actually caused by your significant other, then you are probably not ready to be in a relationship. When you get into a relationship with someone, you want to make sure that you bring your best self to the table. Your best self should be secure enough within yourself that you don't project, project those insecurities onto another person. If you know someone really loves you, those trust issues, they won't be so much of an issue. As I've said before, there's a bunch of different things that go into making a relationship toxic or unhealthy. These are just a few. And do not get me wrong. If one or more of these things are present, it doesn't necessarily mean that your relationship is toxic. It's important to know and be aware that when you are in a relationship, you, you will go through different things. You will have up and ups and downs. It's what those ups and downs are about and how you go about handling them. If they keep happening and if the fallout of those issues that defines how unhealthy or healthy that relationship is for you. As always, if you guys ever have any questions, comments, episode topics, anything of the sorts, Please feel free to hit me up on social media. My personal socials is just at sign K-A-I-T-L-Y-N-U-N-L-A-N-D, Caitlin Onland. And then the podcast Instagram is just at sign be that girl podcast. I hope you all have the best week. I will see you here next week. But until then, I am Caitlin Onland and I will talk to y'all later. XOXO the Queen.